0: Russia's main opposition leader Imprisoned, the film that inspired the government's Covid strategy and war zone cheats. This is your TLDR News Daily Briefing for Wednesday the 3rd of February. In the first story today we go to Russia to discuss the jailing of one of the country's major opposition leaders. You may remember that we featured Mr Navalny quite a few times in the daily briefing last year due to his poisoning, supposedly at the hands of the Russian government. Well, he's since recovered in Germany and returned to Russia. As he left the plane upon landing in Russia, he was arrested for breaching his suspended sentence conditions by travelling to Germany. He was handed this sentence in 2014, supposedly for embezzlement, although he maintains it was politically motivated. Since he was arrested, hundreds of thousands of people throughout Russia protested what they perceived as an attempt by President Putin to silence the opposition, and around a 1,000 protesters were arrested as a result. Today, courts have announced that Mr Navalny will be sentenced to two years and eight months in prison for breaking his suspended sentence conditions. While in the court, Navalny made heart gestures towards his wife and told her, don't be sad, everything's going to be all right. Many politicians from around the world have taken the opportunity to stand up for Mr Navalny today too. The US Secretary of State said he was deeply concerned and called for Mr Navalny's immediate release. The German Foreign Minister described it as a bitter blow for justice in Russia and the UK's Boris Johnson described it as pure cowardice. Clearly leaders in the Western world are in agreement that Mr Navalny is a political prisoner and that this is a clear attempt by Mr Putin to stop the opposition from gaining power. If you haven't already and a whole bunch of you haven't, make sure you're subscribed to the channel so that you can get the daily briefing every day. You can also sign up for the newsletter to get it sent to your inbox each day or even check out clips on TikTok. Both of those options are linked down below. For our second story, we move to the UK to discuss a film that, it's been announced today, inspired the UK government's vaccine strategy. As you can probably imagine, this was a film about the pandemic. They weren't just sitting around watching Avengers Endgame, deciding that it would be a good time to start collecting some random gems or something. The film in question is one released in 2011 called Contagion. Matt Hancock admitted this morning that upon watching the film, he became aware of the importance of securing vaccines as quickly as they were approved. While he admitted that this was a factor in his decision-making, he was careful to point out that it was not his only source of information. And he also pointed out that the film was based on some very serious epidemiologists. In the film, a vaccine is produced, but there aren't enough to go round, so governments decide to allocate vaccines based on a lottery. An advisor supposedly suggested that Mr. Hancock was referring to the end of the film when discussing his vaccine procurement plan. Specifically, Hancock said, In the film, it shows that the moment of highest stress around the vaccine programme is not in fact before it's rolled out, when actually it's the scientists and manufacturers working together at pace it's afterwards when there's a huge row about the order of priority. He then went on to say that this is why we have the priority list that was drawn up by the Joint Committee on Vaccines and Immunizations. Let's just be glad that at least yet, we haven't resorted to a lottery. In the last story today, we discuss something we rarely talk about, video games. Some of you will likely know about the Call of Duty game released last year called Warzone. It pits 150 players against each other in a Battle Royale scenario, where only one team comes out on top. Due to this format, the game is particularly competitive, and because of this, cheating is particularly infuriating. Having spent far too many hours on the game, I can personally admit that losing a 1v1 to someone who's clearly using cheats to ensure their gun traces your movements, including through opaque objects, certainly increases my blood pressure. Well, it turns out I'm not alone. Many, many people have voiced their frustration online, some even going further and quitting the game altogether. In fact, one of the biggest online Warzone streamers, Vicstar, has recently quit the game, citing cheats. In response, Call of Duty's developers have today addressed the issue, announcing that 60,000 accounts have been banned in a single day. This comes in addition to the more than 300,000 accounts that have been permanently banned since the game's launch. While this is a move in the right direction, it is right to question why Call of Duty found this such a problem. Other games don't seem to have as widespread a spread issue with this. Well, one potential reason is that Call of Duty haven't outsourced their anti-cheat software, as some other games like last summer's smash hit Fall Guys did. Irrespective, they have now at least addressed the problem and hopefully I can simply lose to the vast number of players who are actually better than me and not just be constantly defeated by cheaters. For those of you who think the news is too long, be sure to check out tomorrow's daily briefing. Read the newsletter by signing up at tldrnews.co.uk forward slash daily. Listen to the briefing by searching for TLDR News in your podcast app or watch the briefing over at youtube.com forward slash TLDR Daily.